from 41. What is good, everybody? Well, not a lot today for the 49ers. I'm Rob Stats Guerrero. Welcome to the Instant Reaction Podcast for week number six in the National Football League. Sloppy, sloppy, sloppy performance by the 49ers. We are going to get into all of it today. Before we do, I want to remind you, please rate, review, and follow the Gold Standard Podcast Network. Like and subscribe to the Gold Standard YouTube channel. Everything was there for the 49ers. Their worst effort of the season by a variety of measures. And yet, they still had it in the game. Seconds left to go. 41-yard field goal by Jake Moody. And he misses it. He misses for the second time today, and you can't have that if you're the 49ers. You just can't have it. And I know they've played well. I get it. I know that they did a lot of good stuff, and they've been damn near flawless this season. But they were sloppy today, but your kicker's got to make that. And I'll say it, okay? I will say it. Robbie Gold makes that kick. He does. He might have missed other ones that Moody has made. Moody had a 57-yarder earlier in the season. Robbie Gold don't miss that kick, and that sucks. And that's how the winning streak ends. The 30-point streak is over. Christian McCaffrey is hurt. Debo Samuel is hurt. Trent Williams was hurt. D'Amador Lenore was hurt. This was a terrible Sunday for the 49ers. There's just no way to sugarcoat it. No way to sugarcoat it. Everything was bad about this game for the 49ers. The offense stunk. The team was not sharp all day long, all day long. Penalties, penalties, both teams, more penalties and more penalty yards in this game than any game all year long. Combined 25 penalties for 124 yards in the game. The Niners had 12 penalties for 105 yards. Now, I admit, some of those were bullshit. On the final drive, the Browns had horrible penalties by the officials to extend that drive. But it doesn't matter because despite all of it, despite all of it, the 49ers had a chance to win if the kicker does his job at the end of the game. And he blew it. And that's it. That's the first loss. As Mr. J says, super sloppy for the 49ers. Just none of it was good today. There was no single aspect of the, you know, I should say the defense was good. I apologize. I apologize for that. The defense was good. 19 points. Your defense did their job. The defense did their job, but offensively for the Niners, I get it. There were injuries. I get it, but negative 12 yards for the offense in the third quarter. You couldn't gain a single positive yard. I don't care if Christian McCaffrey's hurt. I don't care if Debo Samuel's hurt. Gain a yard, a yard. I'm not talking about score point. I'm talking about gain a single yard. You exhausted your defense, multiple turnovers by the 49ers. Just terrible. A terrible, terrible, terrible performance by the 49ers. Waltony101 watching on my Twitch page says they went up 7-0. They got an interception and thought it was a wrap. If they went 14-0, if they went up 14-0, it might have been. Man, I, I look, I get it. The 49ers have won a lot of games. They were 5-0. It's an AFC loss. This isn't like the end of the world here. I get it but just a very, very, very frustrating game. Very frustrating. I don't know if they were riding high because of the Cowboys game. You know, I thought that that would have kind of been mitigated because there was a fight 
pregame. I don't want to call it a fight. There was a fracas before the game. So I thought, like, hey, maybe that woke the 49ers up. It did not. It did not. They had the touchdown drive on the opening drive. And then after that, it was terrible. It was terrible offense. The Browns were getting penetration on every single play. Everyone, Dalvin Tomlinson kicked the 49ers ass all day long, all day. The 49ers are behind the chains all day in the second half, especially in this game. Negative yards on first down constantly. Here are the 49ers drives in the second half. Interception, three plays, punt, three plays, punt, three plays, punt. Touchdown on one play drive after Diamondor Lenore made a huge pick and returned to the eight-yard line. Three plays, minus one yard, punt, and then the drive at the end of the game, nine plays, 52 yards, and the missed field goal. That ain't good enough. That is not good enough, and that's why you win. That's why you win. And Ben Taylor says Kyle is a bum. Let's calm down with that. Like, guys didn't forget who, you know, this is a bad game, but it is just a bad game, okay? Let's not let's not get crazy here. Spank says, why not try and score on that last drive? Moody was bad today. What the bleep? Kyle was scared. He was scared of the pass rush. The Browns had been dominating. He didn't want to do anything. If you take a sack there, then you're really in trouble. So I I understand why that would have happened. I understand why Kyle did that. I really do. Moody's got to do his job. That's it. At the end of the day, Moody's got to do your job. Your kicker has got to make those. Has to. He missed one earlier in the game. You would have forgiven that, right? All's forgiven if he makes that kick. But he didn't. OB1. 49 says, didn't like Kyle Shanahan's plan today. Too much motion, seven-step dropbacks when sometimes you just needed to line up and make a play, not blaming him solely. The thing that Levin had talked about was if you run the ball, run it with motion against the Browns because that is what they were weakest at. I felt like they weren't doing a ton of that today. Maybe they were. I could be remembering that wrong, but I mean, the fact is the Browns dominated the line of scrimmage. Absolutely dominated the line of scrimmage, so the 49ers couldn't run the ball. It was it was a, a punch in the mouth. 49ers are used to being the bullied. They got bullied today. Absolutely bullied. Punched in the mouth. Benjamin Bear says, I don't want to hear anyone blame this on Moody. The whole team failed throughout. Yes, Benjamin, I agree. The team failed. But even with that, even with that, your kicker makes a 41-year-old, a 41-year-old, 41-yard kick. Excuse me. I'm so mad I can't even talk. And you win the game. Despite everything else, despite the refs, despite the injuries, despite all of it, you make that kick and he wins the game. So it's, he gets, I agree there's more blame than just that to go around, but he has to get some of the blame. Has to. Absolutely has to. Uh, Let's see. Ryan Alloy says, those last three terrible calls were insane. I've never seen a warning alert on Bleacher Report for betting. Explain this, NFL. There were some bad, bad calls on that Browns final drive and we can get to it third and 10 first of all PJ Walker incomplete pass to Elijah Moore and they called to Sean Gibson for unnecessary roughness it, it just flat out wasn't they said it on the broadcast Dean Blandino said it on the broadcast Greg Olson said it on the broadcast Gibson doesn't hit him in the head or neck area he doesn't he doesn't hit with the crown of his helmet nothing it was a completely legal play and that extended the drive. Now, look, the Browns are going to go for it on fourth down because they're losing, and they could still get the get the first down anyway, but it would have been fourth and 10. I sure as hell would have liked to see that scenario. I'll tell you that. 
a lot better than first and 10 at the 41. Cause don't forget, not only do you get the first down, you also get the yardage there. So that was a terrible play. First and 10, they called a holding on Charvarius Ward that I thought was bogus. That gave him five yards. Now that was on first down. So it was a little different, but that was a bad call. There were multiple, multiple bad calls by the officials. Nobody came to see you officiate today, but yet we had 20, I think it was 25 or 24 combined penalties, most in a single game in the entire league this year. Uh, Sleepy1-14-14 says Kyle Shanahan coach scared. He wasn't aggressive at all. I think Kyle got spooked. I think as the game went along, Kyle got more and more afraid, especially with the injuries. If, if McCaffrey and Debo were still there, I think Kyle would have had a little more. But Kyle puckered, man. I think he absolutely did. As we're joined by Levin Black, uh, Levin, just sloppy performance, ter- like just just bad today by the 49ers. Injuries, sloppiness, just bad. Everybody played bad. There's, there's no aspect other than maybe the secondary played okay. Like the defensive line allowed 160 rushing yards. The offense, the the offensive line, worst offensive line performance in Kyle Shanahan era, I think. The the uh, the uh, passing by Purdy, horrendous. He missed four or five long passes that could have easily been game changers. Was way off. Like no part of this game. And then you have Moody missing two kicks. That's why I was not happy that they were going to rely on a rookie kicker. Historically, that's what they do. I said it in the beginning of the game, uh, beginning of the show. Robbie Gold hits that kick. Say what you want about Robbie Gold. I know he wasn't perfect. He can't kick from far away. That was a 41-yard field goal. That was barely longer than an extra point. You got to have it. You have to have it. And I'm just blaming Moody, but he's got to make it. Yeah, like Moody's got to hit that. And the the 50, uh, what, 54-yarder he missed, like, he he had it by 10 yards. He missed it. He didn't he didn't have enough leg. It wasn't weather related. I don't think like I don't think the weather is an, an excuse. Like the weather wasn't great, but this is not a this was not a terrible weather game. This was a mediocre weather game. Like there was a little bit of rain during one part and that's it. Like that's not going to be a good enough excuse for anybody in this game. And I'll just say it. And you and I were disagreeing during the game. I think Brock had a bad game. I think this this is clearly Brock's worst game. I think he had a bad game. And what did I say to you on Thursday? I said, weather is going to be a factor. We don't know how Brock Purdy is going to play in the weather. We just, because we haven't seen it. And he was bad. He missed Christian McCaffrey for a touchdown. He had George Kittle open one-on-one down the field and threw a terrible, just so far off that Kittle couldn't even make a play on the ball. The fumble, obviously, he had. This was just bad by Brock Purdy. It doesn't mean he can't be a good player. It doesn't mean he won't be a good player. It just means today, October 15th, Brock Purdy <laughs> was bad. Yeah, like we, we talked at, during halftime. Like at halftime, you were saying he was pretty much bad, terrible, and I was saying I wouldn't go quite that far. I think he was 7 of 12 at halftime. Yep, he was. And he m- missed the one Christian McCaffrey throw. The second half, on the other hand, that's about as bad as you can play. Like – he threw an interception. He had, I would say, seven or eight passes off the top of my head where he was way behind the receiver, just way off target. Yep. Like I said, like, yes, everybody's going to sing the praises of the Cleveland defense. That defensive line dominated this game. Yes. But if Purdy is accurate, the Niners get a bunch of points in this game because there were four or five plays that were going to go for, 
you know, 40, 50 yards, maybe even touchdowns. Like multiple of them were definite touchdowns. So this is a game that the Niners should have had 30 plus, but Purdy was just not good at all. Uh, how much time do you have? Do you have to run? I got a few more minutes. I mean, it's kind of nothing's really going on. So, all right, let's get to some super chats. Larkin, YouTube channel member. By the way, if you want to be a YouTube channel member, it's less than $3 a month. Get custom emojis, which I just put a bunch of new ones in. Membership badges, priority comment response. Please, please support the channel. Larkin says, very nervous about McCaffrey and Debo going down. We don't know. I'll try and keep an eye on Twitter. Uh, if anybody sees it in the chat, obviously, as always, let us know. It's concerning for the 49ers. Very, very concerning going forward. Not just the loss. Like I said, that's one thing. But the injuries change a lot of things. Uh, Jason Walsh in this one says, Purdy was erratic. Love my guy. I love the guy, but that stunk. Erratic is the perfect word. Had a couple good throws, but then he was just spraying the ball. Just spraying it all over the place. And he did not look poised, Levin. This is probably the first time I didn't see him look totally poised. Case in point, and this was extremely, extremely frustrating. 49ers get the ball back. Three minutes and 21 seconds left. You have the lead right? It's a one point game. You have the lead. All the 49ers need to do is get a couple of first downs, at least make the Browns use their timeouts. And they go pretty incomplete completion to IU for, for 11 out of bounds. And then on third and 11, they can't do it. And they have to punt and they used a grand total of 16 seconds. And the Browns didn't use a single timeout in the game. You can't have that. Yeah, that drive I wouldn't necessarily put on Purdy because that drive got destroyed because what? the offensive line got destroyed on that first play and he had intentional grounding. Like there That's wasn't a- anything he could do on that play. Like Purdy, Purdy deserves a lot of blame, but not that play, not that drive. That the the drive was killed by the intentional grounding. Just take the right, sack because he's getting tackled in two seconds. Okay, then take the sack. You can't get intentional. That would have been the same result. It would have been. Second and 21. That's what intentional grounding is. It basically makes it a sack. You can't have it, man. I blame. There's nothing he could do on that. When a guy comes unblocked, like, I mean, we're nitpicking a single play, but whether he got sacked or whether it was intentional grounding, the result is second and 21 and the drive was over. Like that was the whole problem in this game. Like if you made me pick one part of the game that was the worst, it was the offensive line. Purdy is a close second, but the offensive line, like how many drives, especially in the second half, before they could even run a play, it was either first and 15 or first and 20. I think there were three or four drives in the second half alone that started that way. Inexcusable. Like, and, and you had, you had penalties. It wasn't just, uh, you know, Burford. It wasn't just Trent Williams. There were penalties, I think on three different offensive linemen. And then you throw in on that, that when there weren't penalties, there were guys coming and getting after the running back or, or Purdy within one second of the snap, like that uh, interior defensive lineman Tomlinson. They they called him out three or four times in this game, the announcers, because he was winning every single rep. The, just the offensive line was horrendous. I said that this was the worst offensive line performance in the Shanahan era, and it might be much longer than that. Like I can't remember a worse performance. They were shook and they were, you could tell because they met with Forster on the sideline during the game. Jennifer Lee Chan tweeted it out. They all huddled up as they were getting their asses handed to them in the second half. Guess what? Didn't help. Didn't help at all. Chad Marshall, YouTube channel member says, it seems like Kyle has no plan for when CMC goes out. Are we too dependent on too few of our studs? You had cluster injuries today, which is a killer, right? Debo, McCaffrey, 
out. But, I mean, look, they put a drive together. We saw the last drive with Purdy. He went right down the field. And that was a chance. And, and really, you know, if Purdy – oh, excuse me. If Moody makes that kick, Brock Purdy has a chance to dispel the entire narrative about him, right? Oh, he's a product of the system. He's got all these playmakers. Well, there was no Debo, no CMC. Your back was against the wall. They were losing, and he drove right down the field, and he did his job. He did what he yeah, needed. On that drive, Purdy did his job. Nobody's going to remember that because Moody missed right. the kick. He's not going to get credit for it, but he did his job on that, on that one drive. Right. So I, I will say I do think that this was going to be a Debo game because you saw one Debo got that run early in the game. And then even after he got injured, you saw multiple times that they had uh, uh, McLeod doing the exact same stuff, a bunch of pre-snap, and it wasn't working because he kept messing it up, so they stopped doing it. But I think the plan was this was a Debo game. To to thwart that pass rush, they were going to do a bunch of wide receiver screens and such to the outside to to get away from that pass rush. And when he went out, I think that changed a lot. And then you throw on Christian McCaffrey on top of it. Look, they should have won the game. I'm not yeah. giving them an excuse. They don't get a pass, mm-hmm. but that did affect things. And, oh, by the way, we haven't mentioned the thing that probably has my blood boiling the most. The refs on that last Cleveland drive, oh, they yeah. don't score. The Niners win if they don't get those calls. So the refs gave them those last three points. I mean, it certainly contributed, definitely, especially on the Tashawn Gibson. Because I'm sure Gibson went out of his way to to hit the guy just like he did, which was a totally clean. But this is what happens, Levin. They tell the refs to err on the side of caution. If it looks bad, throw the flag because the NFL ignored concussions for decades and got sued and it cost them a bunch of money. That's 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 just how it is. That's just facts. It's not a conspiracy. It's the NFL cares more about having to pay out money than who wins and loses any individual game. So they're always going to do that. They just are. And and they should probably make that reviewable, but they, it's not. Uh, all I'm saying is, can we get the Kansas city treatment, please? <laughs> We're the great team in this situation. We're supposed to have the refs on our side. Like Kansas city does. somebody has got to start dating Taylor Swift. What can I tell you? Uh, Obi-Wan 49 says, <laughs> They could have put it away early, but drops from Brandon Ayuk, a few positive plays called back due to penalties and just threw off the offensive rhythm. Still had a chance. Yeah, they did. And that's how you can tell the 49ers are a good team because they played their worst game I've seen them play in a long time, a long time, and they still should have won. So they are a good team. They just didn't play like it today. Yeah, and like Cleveland has a very good chance now of – I would say making the playoffs in the AFC. They're three and two. They don't have the hardest of schedule remaining. So you're talking about a playoff team on the road, one o'clock start, and you should have won despite your offensive line playing as bad as you possibly can. Your quarterback playing as well, I guess you can't say as bad as he possibly can because four turnovers is worse than what he did. You know, so at least he limited the turnovers, but played about as bad as I think Brock Purdy is ever going to play. So you can put it that way. And you lost your two of your star offensive players. And you had the refs make a couple bad calls. And your defensive line got dominated in the run game and gave up 160 yards rushing. And yet, despite all of that, you should have still won the game if your kicker just makes a 41-yard kick. And that's a playoff team in all likelihood in the AFC. What have we been saying about the Eagles, or at least what I've been saying? Hey, they haven't looked good, but you know what? They found ways to win. 
That's exactly what I would have said about the 49ers today. If Jake Moody had made a 41 year, uh, 41 yard kick. Unfortunately, he did not. Carlos M says, wish a few wasted first round picks went to the offensive line. They got dominated as we've talked about. Alejandro Sandoval. Thank you very much. Drake Greenlaw was missed today. Niners weren't playing scrubs today. That Browns defense is legit. Yeah. I mean, granted, I think the Niners offense would have looked a little better if Debo and McCaffrey didn't get hurt, but you still have to move the ball. You can't have negative 21 yards in the third quarter. You just can't. You can't have it, okay? At one point in the in the fourth quarter, Brock Purdy was one of five in the second half for one yard with an interception. The, the standard is, I don't know what the standard is, but it's higher than that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you could go out and kneel the ball every single down and they would have had better results than what they had in the third quarter. Right. That's how bad it was. Uh, but I'm going to get going. I got one thing to say, and this game might have a lingering effect because of the injuries. This is a huge, huge. I don't care what's said in the post game. We've talked about that. Tomorrow is going to be the time that we care about because that's when you're going to get the truth out of Kyle Shanahan. Mm-hmm. But it certainly seems like at this point, Debo will be out until at least after the bye week, which is just in a couple of weeks. Because the fact that he was ruled out so early tells me it's a more serious injury. Maybe he doesn't go on IR. Maybe he does, but I would guess at least a couple of weeks. And then obviously the Christian McCaffrey, the good part is he went back in. The bad part is he's a running back and it's a back injury. Those tend to take a while to heal. So I could see him maybe missing a week, but at least I don't think that one is long-term. But it's a huge week in terms of injuries because you also have Trent Williams. Like he made it through the game, so hopefully he doesn't miss time. But ankle injuries sometimes get much worse the day after. So big week in terms of injuries, paying attention to him. Shanahan called it an oblique slash rib injury to McCaffrey. But thank you for hopping in here, Eleven. I appreciate it. I know you're uh, at work, so we always appreciate you hopping in. Yeah, I'm on break. Wink, wink. Right. (laughs) We'll see you. See you. Hey, everybody. Sorry about that. Technical difficulties. I apologize. I don't know what the hell happened. I think Levin accidentally closed the uh, stream when he exited out. I apologize for that. Uh, Let me just throw a quick tweet out here. Uh, Here we go. Sorry about that, everybody. I'm not sure what the hell just happened, but I apologize for that very, very much. Um, But yes, it was a terrible, terrible performance by the 49ers in all facets of the game, all stretches of the game. It just was. It absolutely was. It's incredibly frustrating. But let's keep a little perspective. It's not totally the end of the world, right? It's not. It's an AFC loss. So, you know, that doesn't hurt in terms of uh, seating in the playoffs and all of that stuff. So that's at least something good that you can pull out of today. If they had to lose, right, it's not an NFC West loss. It's not an NFC loss. Um, so that's obviously a positive thing. And Diego says nicely, even the post game goes wrong. I didn't rage quit, everybody. I apologize. I don't know if I think personally I'm blaming Levin. I think Levin had his Brock Purdy moment. Just a brutal, uh, brutal performance, even in our even in our postgame, <laughs> even in the postgame show. It was just a terrible performance. Um, sorry about that, everybody. Look, it's just an off day for all of us. What can I tell you? Uh, hopefully everybody can see this. Sounds like every, people are jumping back in. So I appreciate that. Let me just throw another tweet out here to get the word out, because I think that we lost a lot of people, unfortunately, which is very, very frustrating. I want to get into some of the post-game talk because obviously uh, I want to hear what everybody has to say. You know, how you deal with these reactions 
says a lot about a team. It really does. Um, do they go into a shell? Do they take responsibility, especially Brock? Do they man up? H- how does he respond here? And I'm going to try and keep an eye on some of the post-game talk and see what he says. Uh, a lot of people are saying we saw the tweet. Um, Bay Marin says, this shows that Levin is gold standard networks, Christian McCaffrey, no Levin, no game. See, that's just me. That's just mean. Like, I don't need that today, Bay. Okay. I do not need that today, right now. Scrambling here after that. Uh, Andre Garibay says, it's not the end, but it's a big slap in the face. The Niners lost to a third string quarterback who tried to lose. No, what are we talking about here? He tried to lose. Come on. That's crazy talk, Andre. I love you. You're a huge supporter of the channel, but I disagree. He's trying to lose. Why would his, Why was he trying to lose? He drove him down at the end of the game to kick the field goals. It was the winning margin. I know he had some help from the refs, but I don't think he was trying to lose. Uh, Carlos says, we all knew we were not going to go 17-0, but to lose to an XFL quarterback is ridiculous. P.J. Walker is a good quarterback. Now, the Niners shouldn't have lost to him today, but, he, he you know, this isn't losing to Colt McCoy. He's better than Colt McCoy. I think the weather was a was a problem for both teams, obviously, but definitely for the 49ers. For certainly for, for the kickers, both kickers actually missed a kick in this game. Obviously, Moody missed two. Browns only missed one. But it's frustrating. It hurts. You know, I every week I kept thinking, like, is this going to be the week that the Niners lose? I know they're not going to go undefeated all year long, but I kept hoping against hope, right? Not this week, not this week. But you know what? Like I said, if I could have picked a week for the 49ers to lose, this isn't the worst. It's an AFC team, not a division game. I wish that they didn't have the injuries that they had, unfortunately. But, you know, I can't control everything. Um, let me see if I can see some of the post-game talk. Shanahan, after the loss, said they played better than us today. Oh, okay, good. He's going to get into his message with the players. Let me throw this up here. Shanahan after the loss, they played better than us today. My message to the players was regardless of whether we hit that kick or not, there's a lot of stuff we need to improve on. We made way too many mistakes on offense. That starts with me. He's 100% right. He's 100% right. Even if the kick goes through the uprights and the Niners win, it was a sloppy game. There was way too much to clean up if you're the 49ers. Way too much. And I'm sure they will. And I don't know if they were, you know, coming off a letdown because of the Cowboys game or what the problem was. But even if Moody had made that kick, there's still, I mean, the Niners would not have been happy. Mr. J Fizz, YouTube channel member for a month. Thank you all our YouTube channel members. We always appreciate it. Niners lost because of penalties. They certainly didn't help. And penalties have been kind of an issue for this team all year long. 12 penalties for 105 yards in the game for the 49ers. The Browns had 13, by the way, which... Again, Browns had multiple turnovers, had that many penalties. You should be able to beat that team, even with the injuries. You should be able to beat them. Of course, the 49ers having 12 of their own is not good. M. Patel, back in the stream. Shocker. Kyle is a choke artist. I think that Kyle does pucker. I think that Kyle, he won't admit it, but he gets a little tight in these games, like like we do, right? Watching the game, you start to grip the leg the arms of your chair a little tighter. I think Kyle gets tight too. I absolutely does. Andre says Kyle can't pucker with Christian McCaffrey out. It's like he changes all his play calls. Brown's defense is good, but we should not have lost that game. I agree. I agree. 
I shouldn't have lost. Patel says, Wilkes sucks. How are you going to put this on Wilkes? The Browns only scored 19 points. The Niners held the Browns at the end of the game to a field goal to give the offense in the game at the end of the game. I can't blame Steve Wilkes. Why? The defense was was fine today. I, I, I can't put this on Wilkes. On the list of 49ers to blame, Wilkes is way at the bottom for me. Way at the bottom. And you know what? That's a good question. Who do you blame the most for today's loss? I put it on the offensive line. Me, you just can't have that type of performance. You can't get dominated every single play, in this, especially in the second half of the game. First drive of the game, Niners went right down the field, scored a touchdown. It was beautiful. After that, the Browns were like, all right, that's what you're going to do? Okay, we know how to adjust. And the 49ers just never could. And Kyle Shanahan is now, uh, I believe, one and eight against Jim Schwartz in his career. One of eight. Jim Schwartz is Kyle Shanahan's daddy. You, you know, as much as we joke about Shanahan owning McVay, guess what? Jim Schwartz knows how to stop Kyle Shanahan. He just does. And you can say it was well because of the injuries or whatever. 17 points for the 49ers. They've been scoring 30 against everybody. Not today. Not today. Uh, let's see this comment. Blip bleep zero zero. Can't beat the Browns and you can't beat Philly or Seattle or anybody. That's not how it works. That's not how it works, luckily. It's not the transitive property in the NFL. Styles make fights is the expression, right? Browns have a really good defense. The weather hurt. And Jim Schwartz has a good beat on Kyle Shanahan. It doesn't mean they can't beat Seattle or Philly. It doesn't mean that at all. That Again, that is not how it works in the NFL. It just means this was a tough matchup for the 49ers. That's all. Uh, Nick Hufford watching on YouTube. The front office has to really look hard at this roster before the deadline. O-line and cornerback help much needed. I think O-line, honestly, especially if Trent Williams is going to be a little banged up. O-line help would be nice. There was a report from Dan Graziano. I believe that said the Niners may be active before the trade deadline, which is Halloween, by the way. Um, so that'll be good. Let me throw that question back up there. Who do you most blame for today's loss? I've said the offensive line. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to see if there are any other good comments here. <laughs> AW says sign gold ASAP. No, like, again, it doesn't mean that Jake Moody can't be a good player. But man, that hurt today. It did. It hurt. Like the thing about Moody was supposed to be like, he's so mentally tough, right? All that stuff. Well, if you're mentally tough, you come back after missing that field goal and you drill the 41 yarder to win the game. Like you gotta have it. Jake Moody have to have it. Um, I know he was at his locker afterwards answering questions. Um, he looks a little shell shocked to be honest with you. Um, let's see if I can throw this up. We work really hard together. Um, we've hit a million kicks. Um, you know, it's, it's not like we're not practicing it or, you know, obviously we, we trust each other and uh, have each other's backs. And, um, you know, for a guy that just got here, having, you know, all my teammates, you know, tell me to keep my head up, come give me a high five, pat on the back. Like that was, that was pretty cool. So I really appreciate all that. Um, you know, especially them putting their trust in me to, to make a kick and just not execute. But, you know, having everybody have my back, even for a guy that just got here, that was pretty cool. There's Jake Moody, clearly distressed. 
clearly down, although Ben Richards watching on my Twitch page at Stats on Fire says he kind of always looks like that. I mean, he he I'm sure he feels bad. Sean says he's broken. Yeah, of course he feels bad, man. Come on. He didn't let everybody down. I know he feels bad. Who wouldn't feel bad, right? And look, if Jake Moody comes back at the end of the year and, and has a bunch of good kicks and the 49ers win, you know, get into the playoffs and win the Super Bowl or win the Super Bowl, people will forget about this. This is a week six game. I know it hurts, especially today. It's going to hurt more than any other day, right? It sucks. It sucks to lose. But it doesn't mean that Jake Moody can't be a good player. Let's have a little perspective. See, now we're getting into nitty-gritty stuff. Uh, SF49 or says, Warner rushed the interception return. If he waits for Bosa to get in front of him to block, it's a pick six. We got zero points on that drive. You can't blame a linebacker for not running an interception back for a touchdown. Like, he, <laughs> come on, man. He did his job. He intercepted the ball, and he protected the ball on the way down. Come on. Let's, let's not go. I mean, that's a great play by Fred Warner. Great play. A lot of people, like a lot of people really mad at Jake Moody and I get it, right? Like they're angry because it hurts, but let's just, you know, he's a human. He's a human being. I know it sucks, but let's not crush the kid. Okay. Ben Richards said, did Bosa play today? Bosa had a massive sack, a massive sack in the game. And I know he didn't make a ton of plays, but when they needed him to step up and make one, he did. Okay. He had a massive, massive sack. Trying to remember when exactly it was. I've got so many, everything in my notes that I want to talk about, I put in purple, but I've got so many, so much purple on the page. It's hard to go through it all. Just a, just a depressing day, but Bosa had a a big sack. Uh, Spy versus spy says third round pick on a guy who can't make a kick when it counts money. My ass counterfeit. It's a missed kick. I mean, he literally was perfect before that miss. Well, actually, not that miss before the miss earlier in the game. He was perfect on the season. Like, let's let's chill. Uh, Randy Gregory already has more sacks than Armstead in two years. That's funny. Gregory played about twenty sacks, and um, he or twenty plays, excuse me, and he had a sack. J.R. Fultz says Bosa's sack doesn't count because it was a gift sack. They let him run by. I did not know that some sacks count and some don't. Did the Browns still lose yardage on the play? DNA says Brock Purdy in this offense, worst game. Big takeaway for me, though, is even in Purdy's worst without two key players, he let a game winning drive when it mattered against the number one defense. Like, why can't we look at it that way, right? Huge, huge pl- uh, drive at the end that Purdy made. He did it, right? He did his job. If Moody makes the kick, we're saying Brock Purdy's a man, right? He stuck it to everybody, even in a bad game. Brock, Brock Purdy did everything that he could have done. On that drive, on that specific drive, Carlos says, 11 pulled to Brandon. I, you can miss the ball. Diego says the Bosa sack held them to just three points. Yeah, that's what I thought. So, I mean, look, I'm not going to, I know everybody wants to fire everybody after one loss, right? It's because it's frustrating because it hurts. I hurt right now. I feel like crap. Okay. My Sunday is kind of ruined a little bit. I get that, but. We need to have perspective. This is the first time the 49ers have lost in 16 games. They essentially went a full season without losing. Like, let's just have a little perspective. I know it hurts. I'm hurting with you. This is still a good team. We still have good players. 
And I like this one from Glass City. Let's see how the team responds to adversity. Brock had a rough game, but came through down in the fourth for the game-winning field goal. Unfortunate conclusion. I'm more worried about the injuries, to be honest. I think that's exactly my takeaway. That is exactly what I would say. The injuries matter way more than the fact that they lost their first game. They just do. The injuries could be significant. We don't know. We won't know. We won't know probably till tomorrow, till the team has their MRIs and Kyle has his um, conference call that he has every week. Those are the most significant thing to come out of the game today. Bosa said afterwards, quote, I don't think we deserve to win today. I agree. You can't just show up and beat these teams. You got to have more than that. Niners thought they did. They almost did, but they didn't. Hines says, do you think the Niners O-line will have any chance against the Eagles? Yeah, I do. Again, it's not a transitive thing. Just because you, you know, like, it's a matchup game. It's a matchup game. And I think the Jim Schwartz connection, you know, combined with the injuries, combined with the weather, it it was a jambalaya of crap today for the 49ers. It was a perfect storm, as they say. Bunch of things conspired. When you lose, it's usually not just one thing. And it certainly wasn't today unfortunately. The one nice thing is the Niners will have an extra day because they play on Monday night next week on the 23rd, actually on my wife and my son's birthday. Uh, So they'll have one more day to recover from injuries, but we'll we'll have to see the severity. We don't know. We don't know right now. Could be very bad, but Brock's going to have to figure it out, right? You're going to have to find a way if you're Brock Purdy, even with your guys out, have to find a way. Jonathan Marsh says, sucks, but it's growing pains for Jake Moody. He's clearly got the leg strength. Surprised they didn't try to get a bit closer before the kick. They had time. Yes, I understand that you may have been able to get a little closer, but it's 41 yards. It's basically an extra point. It's a little further than an extra point. You know, you don't want to, the risk there to gain a couple extra yards for your kicker versus or I should say the reward there to gain a couple extra yards for your kicker versus the risk of a bad snap, a fumble, somebody breaks a tackle, stays in bounds, and the play goes too long, and then the Niners can't get the timeout. Who knows? Who knows? The risk-reward there, I get why Shanahan did what he did. I get it. It's a 41-yarder. Like, you got to have it from your kicker. According to Andre, uh, Debo's x-rays were normal. He's got an MRI tomorrow. It's good that nothing is broken, but also that could be bad because then we could be talking about a soft, excuse me, soft tissue injury, which sometimes those can take a very long time to heal. So obviously it's good that nothing is broken, but that doesn't necessarily mean the 49ers are totally out of the woods, unfortunately. Uh, Fred Warner, after the loss, The main thing is they earned it and we didn't. Win or loss, it felt like we needed this game. In order for us to be the team we want to be moving forward, we had to get battle tested. That's exactly what today was. We will learn from it. The Niners were not going to go undefeated this year. It was fun to think about. It was possible, but the overwhelming possibility was that the 49ers were not going to go undefeated. They're not. That's okay. You know, the 49ers will move down in everybody's power rankings. We're going to have to eat a pile of crap this week. That's what happens when you lose, right? It's not going to feel good. For the previous 15 weeks, it was awesome. Not going to feel good this week. You're going to have a sour taste in your mouth. And you're going to have to sit through all Sunday next week, right? That's okay. 
You know, it, it happens. The year the 49 the last time the 49ers won the Super Bowl, they got blown out like 40 to 8 by the Philadelphia Eagles. It happens. Doesn't mean everything the 49ers want is off the table. It's all still there for them. There's still only one loss. You're still fighting for the number one seed. All that stuff. It's all still there. Mr. J. Fizz, I was confused. When we had the ball with about three minutes left and we had the lead, we didn't run the ball at all. Why? Kyle does not believe in his other running backs. No. So let's get into this uh, for people who forgot or whatever. We could just break it down. 321 left in the game. 49ers are up one, 17-16. They get the ball at the 25-yard line, and Brock Purdy is passing on first down, and he gets pressure, and he tries to throw the ball away to avoid a sack. He gets intentional grounding. So now it's second and 21. Three minutes and 15 seconds to go. Obviously, the penalty stops the clock, plus it was an incomplete pass. Purdy completes it to Brandon Ayuk for 10 yards. Yay! Ayuk goes out of bounds. Clock stops. Browns don't have to use a timeout. Third and 11, Brock Purdy, incomplete, short right. Clock stops. So when the Niners really needed a couple of first downs on that drive, not necessarily points, but at least a couple of first downs, give your defense a breather, run the clock down, force Cleveland to use their timeouts, and they didn't do any of it. They didn't do any of it. But I think the penalty on first down is what caused Kyle to not run the ball the rest of the plays in that possession. Patel says, this game told me they are not a Super Bowl team. They are pretenders. Why, dude? Because they lost the game? Like, you're just trolling at this point. You're just trolling. Let's not get, let's not get over, you know, let's not overreact. All right? Uh, okay, I want to talk about this. Gabriel Grigo? Grego? I apologize if I said your name wrong, Gabriel. Um, we really need to limit Christian McCaffrey. I saw this coming a mile away. Running backs get hurt. You telling me if Christian McCaffrey had five less carries throughout the year, he wouldn't have hurt his oblique? We don't know that. We don't know that. You can't say that. Running backs get hurt. We don't even know the extent of the injury yet. Let's calm down. You know, I, I know we want to fire everybody and blame everybody and all that stuff. But oh, I like this from Kyle Posey. Let me see if I can throw this up here from Niners Nation. Kyle says, you can tell me the 49ers poured a lot into last week. Now they go on the road in the rain, 20-mile-an-hour wind against a top defense. It's a tough spot. Multiple things can be true. Losing McCaffrey and Debo really hurt. The offensive line could not block the Browns. Brock Purdy was off, and Moody has to make those kicks. All of that is true. It's all true. It's everything, right? It is everything. And Sergio correctly says, today's sucks, but next week's response matters more, 100%. Next week's an NFC game, first of all, so obviously it matters more. Again, 49ers, it's one loss. Don't make it two. Don't make it three. Don't make it four, right? Decide. Make it a speed bump instead of a complete, you know, pothole. One little bump in the road, okay. So it's all about how you respond. The Eagles are not going to go undefeated either, by the way. They're just not. I know they look good, but they're not going to go undefeated especially because they play the 49ers. So, like, let's just calm down. Just calm down. That's all I'm saying, everybody. Thank you so much for uh, for following me with the stream here. I apologize uh, that we had all those technical difficulties. Uh, let's see if I can see a little more from the 49ers before we call it a wrap. Trent Williams. Oh, boy. I don't like this update. This comes from Matt Mayoko. 
Trent Williams is in an orthopedic walking boot. He returned to action and played most of the way after sustained a right ankle sprain. I don't like that. I don't like that. Maybe he'll be fine. And I know Trent Williams gets banged up every year, but obviously he's important. He is important. We all saw Jalen Moore. And nobody wants to see any more of Jalen Moore. So that's going to be one thing to monitor as we go through the week. Ben Richards says Trent always has ankle injuries. Yeah, he, he does. It's tough, man. He gets hurt every year. He never plays a full season. I have to say, I'm looking in the chat, and I feel like the attitude, for the most part, is pretty good. Patel's in here trolling. What else is new? But other than that, I feel like most of you have a pretty good perspective. That's good. We can we can do that, right? We can we can understand the loss and feel the pain, but still have a good objectivity when it comes to the game. Carlos M says Dre Greenlaw out. Offensive line overthrows drops killed us early. Yeah, it was everything. I mean, Purdy had Christian McCaffrey open for a touchdown and just flat missed him. He overthrew him. He absolutely missed him. That's a touchdown. And Brock's been hitting those for the most part this season. And for the most part, since he became the starter, he didn't today. That's, you know, we can leave it at that. He didn't do it today, period. End of sentence. He might next week. He might two weeks, three weeks. We don't know. Today, he didn't do it. Jerry, G-N-A, Jerry Narcia, sorry, Narcia. At least we got out one loss out of the way. Let's not doom this one into oblivion slash overreact. Exactly. Niners win next week. They're six and one. Would you have taken that after seven games before the season started? I know I sure as hell would have. And I think most, most people would too. A lot of people didn't think they'd beat the Steelers in week one, right? So like you still are where you thought you would be, hopefully at this point in the season. You're in great shape. Great shape. Let's not forget that. Just keep a little perspective. Mr. J. Fizz says good quarterbacks always have bad games and they always bounce back. Exactly. Exactly. Every quarterback has these games. Every quarterback has these type of games. Let's see how Brock responds. And again, Moody makes the field goal world. What are we all saying about Brock? Great job responding. So poised, blah, 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 all that stuff. And because he still drove his team down. He did everything that you would want your quarterback to do in crunch time. He did it. Moody didn't make the kick, but let's not forget that. That's that, that was a good sign from Brock Purdy on an otherwise crappy day. That was a good sign. A lot of people think Kyle should have gone for it more at the end of that final drive. It was second and seven at the 23. There was nine seconds left. So at most, you're getting one more playoff. At most. To make it, what, a 35-yard field goal instead of a 41-yarder? Obviously, that's a little easier, but like... How about your kicker just makes the kick? It was 41 yards. Like that, you're not asking for anything extraordinary there, you know? So I, I can't bang on Kyle because he didn't run the one more play. I'm not going to do that. I can get on Kyle for a lot, but that one I'm not going to get on him for. Uh, let me see if there's any other. Oh, we got the typical from Fred Warner. We needed a loss like today. That's what everybody says after they lose their first game of the year. We needed it. No, you didn't need it. You didn't. You could have gone undefeated. That would have been cool too. But yeah, 
let's just keep perspective. Everybody keep perspective. That's all I'm asking. And again, I know it sucks, but it's just one loss. It's just one loss. All right, that's going to do it for this edition of the show, everybody. Thanks for hopping over to the other stream. I really appreciate it. Uh, apologies for the technical difficulties. I'm blaming Levin Black for those. Please rate, review, and follow the Gold Standard Podcast Network. Like and subscribe to the channel. I really, really appreciate it, everybody. Um, we'll be back. I'll be live with Vish tomorrow. We'll break down everything that happened. Don't worry. Lots to react to. Lots to break down from this game, and we'll be doing it all week long. Thank you, everybody. Hope you have a good rest of your Sunday, and we'll talk later this week.